This episode of the TCIA podcast is brought to you by Kopma Cranes, the most competitive knuckle boom crane for the tree care industry. Unleash your full potential with Kopma for tree care. Kopma Cranes are built for heavy duty applications with the best hydraulic technology to maximize your reach and lifting capacity like never before. Kotma's tech team, together with the unique know-how of tree care professionals, has developed the ultimate top-range cranes models for grapple saw applications. Extra functions to the tip with no diverter valves are making it ready for the grapple saw. Kotma represents the edge of mechatronic innovation thanks to superior oil flow with 5 8 inch hoses directly to the grapple. A true 100% stability at 360 degrees angle with the possibility of Kotma Remote Connectivity 4.0, a unique GPRS communication for diagnosis and remote adjustment of parameters in real time. Kotma cranes have been built since the 60s with the highest grades of steel resistance and the most reliable and advanced Italian design and engineering made to outperform an intensive use in the field. Visit cpsgroup.com for more information or contact your local Kotma dealer. Samson is excited to introduce V24, the next level in premium double braided climbing lines, providing high strength and low stretch. V24 was engineered so the core and the cover work in unison, ensuring the same high quality and performance that you have come to expect from all Samson products. In addition, V24 provides excellent knot holding, foot locking, and works seamlessly with climbing hardware. Available in 11mm, 12mm, and 13mm, all sizes are CEEN 1891 certified. For more information on V24, visit samsonrope.com or contact your local supplier. John, wow, thank you guys for joining us. Man, this is really good to have you guys back. And right now I know we're kind of getting the swing of things for Expo. As of today, we're recording on the 16th. It's less than two months away and I know on the marketing side, we have our own preparations that we're doing to try to get the, the prettiness of Expo set up. But you guys have a really important job this year. Um, you guys are going to be front and center on the trade show floor, pretty much talking with members the entire time and really trying to, to hone in on how we can better serve them. So your first Expo that you guys went to, you were hired a few weeks before it and showed up at TCI Expo. And while you all had backgrounds in sales and all this other kind of experience, one of the big things that you didn't have that kind of experience that came to time is TCIA and our, our mission and our programs as a whole. Now, two years later, basically, at this point, what are you feeling as Expos coming up again? One word, excited. I, you know, I think that's the, the number one thing. And it's just not me. It's, it's the others in our organization are excited to get back out there. We're excited to start connecting again. And the great part about it is this isn't our first live event since COVID. You know, we had an opportunity to, to, to go down to Dallas to hold our executive arborist workshop. And that was just a great success. It sold out. We had, we had folks that were waiting uh, to get in after it was completely sold out and, and they couldn't get in. So the good thing is, is that Expo doesn't have a cap limit. So we'd love to see everyone try to you know, get their tickets early and, and come in and make it to the event, you know, walk around the trade floor. But 
this is the second live event that we're holding since COVID. We're, we're all excited. And not just myself and my fellow coworkers. I think everyone that we're talking to on a daily basis, they're like, they're very excited to just make it to a, a great location. First of all, Indianapolis is a great location to hold an event like this. Mm -hmm. So every, and I think Bob, you, the conversations you share with me on a regular basis, we're on a lunch break and Bob's, you know, sharing with me, you know, all the stories from just a couple of his conversations and it, it, it's trickling down. Everybody, the excitement is building up. We're excited. Um, I know our vendors are excited to, to go there and connect. And, and that's what we're all looking forward to right now. We're, we're looking forward to these events, um, Expo and, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, I'm, I'm looking forward, you know, for me, this is an opportunity to go back to Indianapolis. I was there a number of years ago mm -hmm. for an FFA National Convention or Expo. And, um, you know, I, one thing I can tell everybody, you know, maybe this is a selling point for you, but uh, we're going to be pretty much right across the street from Lucas Oil Stadium. So if you're not a Colts fan, you can come over and uh, shake a fist at the building if you want, get a good photo op, and then you get to come inside the Expo Center and, and, and come interact with CCIA, all of our corporate partners, walk the trade show floor. And uh, how many opportunities for CEUs, John? How many? Uh, you know, I couldn't give you a number offhand. I would, have, I would have to check uh, yeah. because there are. There's a lot I of great education. That memorize that number. Yeah. But uh, no, it's, this, this is a great opportunity coming out of COVID. You know, obviously, we only had 75, 77 people who were able, able to attend EAW because uh, we like to cap those events at a smaller intimate size, you know, coming out to Expo, this is going to be the first opportunity for a lot of folks to come out and be with tree people, be with tree folks. And, uh, you know, most of us are socially driven individuals in the industry. Uh, at least I am. I know you are. Sure. So, you know, this, this, is, this is that golden opportunity after over a year and a half uh, being shut in or shut down and dealing with the struggles, we get to finally come together again. When we talk about struggles last year when we dealt with COVID and we weren't able, you know, obviously for safety reasons to hold the live event, you know, we were able to offer the virtual event. And the feedback that we got from our members was, you know, that's great. I'm glad you guys were able to do that. We were able to connect the best we could, but we're really excited to get back to the live events. And, we're, you know, we're going to hold a great expo. We already know that. But I'm excited too, because, you know, we're looking at going further down the line you know, the Executive Arborist Workshop will take place again uh, in Milwaukee later or early in 2022. But even better is, you know, hopefully we can have a great turnout to our Winter Management Conference this year. You know, being in Hawaii oh, is going to yes. be great. I mean, Bob, I know you yeah. want to go. What island is that one again? That's on uh, Kauai? I, I think it is. I mean, Joe, do you remember what island it's on? That on the island of Kauai. It's on the island yeah. of Kauai. So, so I've never been. I don't know if I'll have the opportunity to go. If I could lobby for that right now, if anybody's listening, you can always send a little thing and say, we'd love to see John and Bob at winter management. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, it'd be, it'd be a great well, John, I, th I think it's more likely that they're just going to see a headshot. So, a headshot's good. Uh, a headshot's good. <laughs> so, I very, very so stylish I, hair right I here. think uh, that's, you bring up a very good uh, topic though for winter management. Um, you know, that's sort of the next level to the executive arborist workshop. Uh, it's, it's an opportunity to step even further outside of the pocket, uh, get away from the company. You know, I'm a huge advocate for taking time away from the company. I feel everybody kind of needs that sometimes. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were a huge advocate for golf because I know that they have a great golf event. So all the golfers out there listening, if you are a golfer and you want to take some time to, you know, connect with fellow business owners and attend some of the great relaxing events, uh, that TCIA offers, 
highly recommend winter management. You know, the golf tournament for me would be a huge highlight. You know, a great way to just um, to let loose a little bit, connect, have some informal conversations. And, and that's bold for you to say, you know, two years and you still can't manage to beat Neil. I, I, you know, that, that yeah. is what it is, you know, but I, I still have fun doing it. I still have fun. Yeah, trying. No, there's, there's definitely, there's going to be a lot going on at winter management. Uh, and again, it's one of those opportunities to get together with your peers. It's again, it's a smaller group than, uh, than, than Expo. But it's still several hundred. Sure. Um, you know, there's there's the breakout sessions, and you know, I'm a, I'm an advocate for our members engaging with not just us but each other as sure. well. Uh, you know, sometimes the the best insight you can get into the industry is going to come from one of your peers operating outside of your market. And when you said breakout sessions, I immediately perked up because when we first when when we first went to our first expo in Pittsburgh, the one thing that really my interest was sitting in on some of those breakout session conversations because that's where a lot of insight comes from insight into similar businesses you're you're having those conversations you know you may own and operate a tree care company in missouri well there's probably a company that's very similar to you in ohio or kentucky or you know i'm just speaking of the midwest because obviously i i work with our midwestern uh members but those type of Organic conversations really, really are, are a huge value to our members, and that's what we hear on a regular basis, and that's exciting. I mean, we want to we want to continue having dialogue about how we can continue to push this industry forward and make those improvements. The only way we do that is by getting feedback from our members, guys and gals like yeah. you out, out there in, in podcast land that are able to to share that with us, and we always encourage that. Yeah, but uh, folks, when if if you're Looking to join us for Expo that first week of November, uh, you know, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again, come out, be social, be approachable, don't walk past anybody. If, you know, uh, a lot of folks are coming to look at equipment and shop for iron or steel, whatever you call it in your part of the country, um, if you see folks looking at it, ask them questions. Because ask, ask a tree guy about the piece of equipment you're looking at. Um, you know, that's an opportunity to build a good working relationship and everything. And then, folks, you know, we're going to be right on the middle, pretty much, of the, of the trade show floor with the big TCIA campus booth. And, uh, you know, come come see us, John and I and, and our, our colleagues in the membership department. You know, we're all going to be there. Um, all of TCIA is going to be as visible as possible, keeping in mind that, you know, we're, we're an organization of about 40 people. Give or take. 45 I don't know sure. where our head count sure. is right now, but you, you know, uh, thrown into about you know several thousand attendees. Uh, you, you know, definitely say hello to us. But uh, you know, easy, easiest way is to come see us at the booths and uh, at the doors for for all the sessions and everything. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think my, my favorite part of Expo is when we are sharing. You know, we're able to share our knowledge to help your company to help your business you know, flourish. That's really what we want to do. We want to share all of the resources that TCIA can bring to bear to help your individual business thrive and, and to exceed expectations. That's what we're here to do. Now, that's our mission. We're here to, we, we are here to be of service. And I say, I'll say it every podcast. I will say it a thousand times. That is why we wake up in the morning and, and do what we do because we genuinely want to help your business. Because by helping your resource, we are. Yeah. There's no question. And if we could point that out to more of the tree care companies, 
that you know they look at well what do i get for my money from, from joining tci well there's a lot that you get there are the member resources there are there are a ton of things that you can get an actual return on investment but most importantly it's you're helping the industry as a whole your industry what you have chosen to do for work to thrive and to grow and to to, to raise that bar and we really want to do that i just want to go back to one point that you guys brought up sure you kind of brought it up with eaw and wmc yeah. as as taking it off and going um one thing that always gets said is the difference between working in your business versus working on your business so what does that mean and how does it treat their professional whether it's a owner or a future owner how do you start to make that transition from working into working yeah so being cognizant of working on your company is a great way to you know one of the terms i use a lot are prong pains uh, working okay. on your yeah, business is a way to make those prong pains softer uh, you know everybody kind of comes into the industry at a different point um, you know especially the business owners in the industry you might just start up from scratch with a truck and a chainsaw um, or, you know, you may have stepped in at a, at, at a higher level, uh, but everybody goes through a phase that, you know, as I said, I, I refer to it as growing pains. And, you know, we have resources, uh, we have workshops, we have discussions that we can have to help make those blows hit a little bit softer. Um, you know, I, I think the easiest one, you know, um, John, you, you, I, you, I'm gonna, you've got I, a great point. I'm going to hammer this one home. And, and it's funny that you asked that question, Joe, working on your business and not just working your business. I think is that the best way that you put yeah. it? The number one thing is having a plan. You know, we, we interact with so many business owners that are so, and we know you're out there because I'm talking to you. You're that individual that's probably listening in your truck right now and you just got done doing a quote and you probably have three more lined up for the rest of the day and you're inundated with your workload. We get it. Um, but there has to come a time where you need a plan. And what resource is going to help you do that? Having an actual business plan that's actually a living document that you can continue to update, follow, and make, make adjustments to because your business goes through changes. We understand that. The TCI has those resources for you. So if you're, you need to put those thoughts about your business on paper you know, and, and really kind of use that business plan as a guide to help your business grow and to have an actual plan of it should be a running document. Oh, a living document. That living running, document. Yeah, like I, I use the word living because it's alive. It's your, your business is alive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is a running document. I, th I think, you know, this is one of those cases where there's no true one size fits all. But right. I, I do, you know, one of the trends that I do see in the industry, some of the most successful companies out there, you know, they literally treat it as a running document. Yeah, they, of course. They put that thing under a weekly review, a quarterly review, and an annual review. Of course, yes, I agree. You know, and I, I think this is one of the, definitely one of the biggest points. I think it's one of the starting points, one of the things that you should handle upfront. Sure. With the business. I do think the business plan, when, when we say the word business plan, people are like, why well, have a plan for my business? Of course you do. You know, everybody plans to be successful in their business, mm -hmm. but we all run into roadblocks. We run into challenges and, you know, we're going to talk about some of those challenges in a few moments, but the number one thing I want to talk about with a business plan is that is your guidepost. That is, you're using that tool. And we have, we have a, many samples of business plans on, under the member resources section under the TCIA.org webpage that you can access. And I'll tell you what, if you are considering going through the accreditation process, that is a major part. 
And that is a big stumbling block for people to become an accredited company. But that business plan is really meant for you to just follow and, and help, yeah. help guide you. And that's, that's what it yeah. comes down to. We have those I, resources I don't think that there, there necessarily has to be a stopping point when you're creating a big hidden, you know, your, your end goal on, on every version of the business plan can just be a revenue goal. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, a revenue goal is fine, yeah. That, and that's perfectly fine. It doesn't sure. have to be accreditation. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, transitioning to utilities or, or it doesn't have to be quite that specific. No, it doesn't. But uh, I think, you know, going beyond that, once you, once you have all of that on paper, you've got a business plan. You know, if you've taken the time to put together a, a safety guide, mm-hmm. uh, employee handbook, and, you know, that's fantastic as well. You know, one of our, our resources that, you know, I think everybody in the building is a big fan of is the opportunity to become a CTSP, Certified Tree Care Safety right. Professional as well. Um, this is a program that it is a, it's a great fit for anyone serving, a, a, you know, a safety lead position, sure. uh, it, whether at any level. It's also a great opportunity for, for small business owners. Yeah, absolutely. And the number one, you know, companies, the number one goal is obviously, you know, you want to run a profitable business. That, that is the number one goal. But before running a profitable business, the number one goal of every company that I talk to is safety, making sure that you're, because your families are working for your company a lot mm-hmm. of the times. So you yes. want to, you, why would you not want to add that extra added level of, of safety instruction and competency to your company? And, and that goes right to CTSP, you know, adding that extra that because that has, a number of benefits, yeah. you know, not, not just safety, it, it's teaching you communication, it's te- teaching you some, some general management skills of, of, about when you're in the field. It, it really, it, it's, it's such a valuable tool. And if you're an ISA certified arborist or a BCMA, I'm always curious as to why you're not adding that extra credential on t- of safety on top of your ISA certification. I always, in my mind, I'm always questioning, I may not ask you, why you haven't, I might ask you why you've considered or why it's not. Yeah, not especially where a lot, of, a lot of the uh, training opportunities have CEUs that kind of go hand in hand. Yes, yes, good, great, well, great point. You know, where we have great, the great relationship that we do with the ISA. Yeah. Uh, but John, if I could, I'd like to go back on a great point that you just made. Where you, I made a great point. Told them, I made a great point. Everybody stop the presses right now. I, cannot, I can't believe it. Write it down. I, I, I did. It I happened September 16th, 2020. I know, I'm writing it down right now. But uh, no, but I love where you said that, you know, their families are working. Yes, absolutely. You know, literally and figuratively. For me, one of the biggest ways to avoid the growing pains in the company is employee relations, managing the workforce. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that is, you know, a lot of people just go straight to compensation on that conversation. Sure. Which is, which is a very big topic. In, in managing your workforce, you know, you, you need to find ways to make people stay with you. Uh, but it's, it's more than just uh, compensation. It's culture. It's mentorship. Mentorship mm-hmm. for me is, is really huge where, John, what's the biggest problem we face in our industry? We can't find people. And yeah. I know that I know that the so, folks out there listening right now are probably thinking, I need to hire three people tomorrow. And well, they're not wrong. They're not. Uh, and, and, you know, we can, I think as an industry, we can all, we can all do better to work together to kind of, to kind of build that pool. But here's the thing. We may draw candidates, but the next problem is our turnover. 
Yeah. You know, we are getting young candidates and they're done halfway through a season. They're done after the first year. They don't want to come back. What's the answer to that? And the answer to that might be mentorship. We might have to make it a stronger point to build relationships early on with these employees. Part of that is career pathing. I couldn't agree more with that. Just simply connecting with the, with the employees in one way or another, whatever suits you. Best. That's a great point. And it, it actually makes me think about why people leave the companies that, they're, that they, they leave from. What is the reason why you left a company? I will tell you in my personal experiences, I felt that no one is investing in my success. I'm just, I'm pulling the cart along, but nobody is investing in my growth and development. So that's huge. You know, it, it, think about why you've left the company in the past is because you don't feel valued. And, and that goes to culture. You know, what, yeah. do, you, what do you culture? Do? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Culture is the number one thing. I want to give a shout out to Rogue Tree in Ohio, because I think um, Rogue Tree is just an amazing company with their culture. So if you ever get an opportunity to look up Rogue Tree, take a look at, at Rogue Tree, take a look at their website. Um, I know that team does an amazing job with their culture. Um, just the, people want to be there. They want to they want to stay in the office after work. They want to talk about what's going on the next day. They're they're invested and culture. That that's part of it. You know, what are you, what are, what more are you doing for your employees? Because you need to keep them. You need to attract them. And you need to develop them. So there's so many aspects to that. You need to, work needs to be a place where people want to be. Doesn't have to be a place that they want to live, but right, it needs to be a place that they don't want to run away from. Right. You know, I, I think, you know, and we have, we have some board members that are great resources for that. Oh, well. absolutely. Uh, but, you know, culture is the big piece and it goes from the top down. When you are a, a leader in the company, mm-hmm. you are the business owner, you control the culture. Absolutely. You control the tone. Uh, you know, if, if you've already had a, if you've already let something impact your day to the point where you're having a bad day by 8.30 in the morning, everybody on the job's going to have a bad day. And I would, I would recommend to any business owner to find out if you're losing people, ask the questions of your employees. You know, there are survey tools that TCI offers to help you pull your employees to find out, you know, what their needs are, what their wants and desires are, because you need to do that in order for retention and to attract new employees, because there are probably things that you are doing really well that are, that are adding to your culture, but there could be something really small and, and something that you're overlooking that you don't think is, is very important, yeah. but to, 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 your, to your team, that's huge. So don't be afraid to, to, to ask and, those and questions. A, and a part of that, especially, you know, as we're bringing new people into the industry, you know, and, and that issue has a different face in every part of the country, but we're getting people with less life experience. We are getting people who, you know, honestly, a lot of them need the mentorship. A sure. lot of them need career path that, they need a career they path. need a career path. yeah they absolutely. need somebody to have that conversation with them once in a while on where they are headed you know some some of them may come into the industry they may just start out at 17 dollars an hour you know they might be up to 19 dollars an hour in six months and all they're going to be thinking is you know i can't live on 19 dollars an hour for 20 years sure. you know some, some of them just don't have the vision to to or or you know, the, or the experience in life to understand it, that, you know, that, that is not the only path. I like, I like this term, learn your people, learn what's motivating your team. 
I, I think that's huge. I think if you can learn, because some people are motivated and we talk about motivating employees all the time. We talk about what is actually motivating the employee. Are you motivated intrinsically by, you know, feeling that you're doing a good job and you know, adding a service to the industry that you work for or the extrinsic rewards? Because, you know, we all want money and the accolades, the financial rewards of, of working. Learn your people and find out what's motivating them because that's going to only help you with retention and also with attracting people as well. Because that's, we're all struggling with that right now. And I think if we can really accomplish that together as an industry, the, it, it has to be the retention Yes, absolutely. That has to be the answer because if we can retain our current employees, we can turn them into future leaders because as your business progresses, as you grow, as you add crews, each time you add a crew, our, you know, I, 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 I ask our members out there right now, you know, our larger members with multiple crews, every time you've added a crew, have you always had an in-house answer to be the foreman of that new crew? If you haven't, you know, then, you know, maybe mentorship is, is a better long-term investment sure. um, to, to handle retention. Um, I would love to Because then at, once we get retention under control a little bit more, then recruiting becomes a little bit easier. Because when we have sticky employees, we, we have employees who are willing to, to put their necks out there a little bit and help us get uh, additional recruits. Right. You know, we also need to recognize that there are opportunities for recruiting out there, yeah. big opportunities, youth organizations, uh, you know, the, I, I really feel, you know, and, and I admit that I am biased being a veteran myself, but, you know, I, I, f I still feel that we're missing out on hiring a lot of veterans, you know, because I, t I tell you what, if you go into a career center on military installation mm -hmm. and you walk into a classroom and ask how many people, hey, would you like to climb a tree for a living? I, I guarantee you, you'll get some hands in the air. Sure. You know, especially, you know, you have Kentucky, Fort Campbell, Air Assault. They slide down ropes for a living out of helicopters. You know, they're, they're meant to climb. They're meant for it. But um, I wanted to jump in because when you're talking about developing a crew, I think that one program within the TCI that I feel is underutilized, and you know that I think this on a regular is our yes, crew leader programs. Yes. Uh, I think our crew leader program, because you're trying to develop young leaders within your organization. Well, how are you doing that? What, what tools are you giving them? I think becoming, you know, a qualified crew leader is, is something that you, you should definitely consider. You know, if you have someone that's, you know, your, your lead dog, they're, they're, they're a great employee, they're showing those leadership characteristics, you need to actually take the time to hone them. Mm -hmm. TCI has those tools to help you do that. We that's what we're we offer these tools. Yeah. Whether or not you're going to take advantage of them is up to you, but we are here to help you with that. And that, that's a great tool because you're doing, you know, along the lines of the CTSP program, you're required to, you know, do some book work, obviously some quote unquote homework. And I have my air quotes I'm speaking with right now, doing some homework, but also just like the CTSP program, uh, attend a, a live workshop where you can actually connect with some of the other others in your industry that are able to. You know, share. Well, I, I mean, a good point to be made there too is, you know, especially with crew leader, you know, throughout the coming years, there's going to be virtual options. Virtual well, options I think there's one on the, on the which, books, right? Uh, I will have to look at the calendar. Okay. Our, yeah, our, our memories are yeah, putting me on the spot. Yeah, well, every once in a while, hey, we're, we're, you know, like we already said it earlier, we're in expo mode, and that's, that's the one event on our mind. Right? Absolutely. 
But, you know, which, it, hey, there's a point right there. What's our countdown? Like, are we looking at like under 45 days? I think it's, I mean, it really is right around the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, through September. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess to, to kind of drive the last point home, I, I would say for handling growing pains within your company, have vision and, and, and look ahead. Um, try to get a handle on retention and come up with a plan for recruiting. Yeah. Because you part know, of your business plan should have that, right? It absolutely okay. should. You All know, right. I, I gave one resource out there being, you know, uh, the military, but you know, don't forget about the youth organizations. That becomes definitely more of a long-term investment as you look at the future farmers in America, 4-H, Skills USA. Uh, but I tell you, you know, you pull kids from those programs into this industry. It's a lot different than pulling a kid who didn't have any vocation in high school, um, any trade really. Sure. I, I should I should specify that. Well, a lot of the time, you know, especially with the, with the kids with the trade oriented vocations in high school, they're going to come out with a sense of safety, sense of workplace safety, and a lot of them are going to actually already come out with a work ethic. A lot of them are going to come out driven. A lot of them are going to come out really high speed. Some of that needs to be reined in a little bit. I was an example of that myself. But I'm just still high speed. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I wouldn't degrade yourself right now. On high John, speed. I thought you knew me really well. Yeah, well. It's nice to know that you have a high opinion. Um, but yeah, so I, well, going, I going to culture, Bob. I do have a high opinion because you know we enjoy working together, I and mean, it's it's very obvious. And we, you know, when you're when you're on a tight knit group on a on a tree crew, you know. Not everybody's going to have the same, you know, amount of affinity for each other. That that that's that ebbs and flows a little bit. But I think when you're adding those, you know, those tools and you know, adding those adding those skills to to kind of, I'd say maintain mm-hmm. maintain those relationships. I think th- there's so many answers out there to handling your culture, and I think you're right to incorporate that into some of your business planning. I, I, again, I would like to challenge our members to talk to each other, talk to TCIA members and non-members at all different levels. Talk to, you know, we, we have... Reach out to us. Reach yeah. out to the member engagement team. We are here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's our favorite thing to do is... We, we, we have current and former yeah. board members. Absolutely. We love to, to help mentor businesses sure. uh, and, and things like that. You know, many of them have already dealt with and mastered many of the growing pains, um, culture being one of the biggest ones. You know, whether it's, you know, a Friday a month where, you know, everybody's hanging out at the yard, cleaning trucks together and, and things like that. Or, you know, maybe you have a facility around the office where, you know, guys can sort of decompress a little bit before they go home, whether it's a gym. Climbing or, gyms, we've, we've, we've coupled those. I mean, you know, pre-COVID. That's a, that's a big Yeah, pre-COVID, yeah. you know, that's, that's uh, something I've heard some, some good events planned around those. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, a lot of good events like that. No, I think you guys touched a lot of good points between um, individuals. We definitely jumped around. It was like a Frogger game in here. I'm used to it with you too. No, that's okay. We enjoy it. Um, so you guys have touched all those points, and I kind of want to bring it back to – our most immediate event coming up, which is Expo. So we all know it's a good networking event. And it's always been used as one. It's always a time to meet other people, other peers. Um, And I just kind of want to touch base on planning some education because you guys talked about career pathing 
for um, both individuals and companies. So me as an individual, career pathing looks very different than me as a CEO. Mm -hmm. How do I, as an individual, set up a career pathing at Expo? There are three days of education, four if you're going to pre-conference, and with, with our new online pre-recorded digital options, you can see them all, but not all of them are gonna be applicable. So how do I, as somebody, let's say, who's just starting out in the tree care industry, choose which sessions to go to? How, how do I figure out, is it, is it something that I'm passionate about or is it something that I should be realistic about in my career options? I don't think- I, I think that's an opportunity for, you know, supervisor and employee who might be attending together to sit down. Yes. You need to, one, you need to obviously take into account the nature of the company. You know, what, what knowledge base do we need to establish by attending these sessions? Um, but then, you know, I, I challenge the supervisor there. Go at your employee and, and ask them, what else do you have? Yeah, that critical conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, absolutely. That's, that's it. It's a critical conversation. Because there's no one What else that's do all. you want to see? Yeah, you know, folks, the, the trade floor is, the trade show floor is going to be different. The sessions, you know, they will have the virtual options and everything, sure. Um, you know, but if if you have a learner who needs to be in person and needs to go sit in a session, this is a great opportunity for them. Yep. So, one, establish the needs of the company entering the expo. Um, you know, that that definitely needs to be a priority, but. Also, the, the needs of the employee, the, the vision of the employee. You know, because that leads to retention. Yeah. That you've, leads you've, to retention. Absolutely. Taken, absolutely. They're you've concerned. taking the yeah. step They're... to bring that employee or that family member, uh, whatever the time might be, you've taken the step to bring them to Expo. That in itself is a great investment in, to, have, to, to, to put on somebody in your company. Right. Uh, but to further invest in their future by putting them in sessions, and situations at Expo that helps them grow as an individual, you're absolutely right. It's yeah. gold. It's gold. Absolutely. That's what it is. You know, and I think going back to what you said, Bob, there's no one size fits all. You know, meeting the needs of the company, obviously that's that's the goal. But you know, fostering your employees' growth and development, that also is the needs of the company as well. And I, I think there, you know, there are some suggested career paths that you know we'd be happy to share with you based on your company. We've you know had hundreds of conversations with owners and, and, and managers of, of very successful tree care companies and some of their, we only provide a suggested path. There is no cookie cutter perfect way that's going to provide you with the, the absolute best way. It's going to be, be the best for your needs of your we, company. I mean, we have resources that we use Absolutely. In, in career path and conversations. You, do. you know, I've, I've one that I put together and uh, has which some, I use as well. I like I like the fact that yeah, you, yeah. And, and you know and that and that one has um, some some pretty good endorsements uh, on it um, for from some of the people that I've shared it with. But it's definitely not one size fits all. It's recommended. You know, it's just folks, a recommended path. You know, there there's there's a path on it for plant healthcare, uh, which is you know just sort of an offshoot. But you know, there there are we have many members out there who go solely down that path at sure. some point. Uh, or maybe that just becomes you know, just the majority, simple majority. Or if you stop climbing, you're going to go into plant you know, health but, but yeah, so, and for me, that kind of go, you know, another great resource um, at, at EAW in Dallas, um, our final speaker, AJ Tibble, gave a great session 
on structuring your company for growth. And, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the parts that I enjoyed seeing the most is how he has structured the career path there for preservation mm-hmm. training. So uh, the, the, the fact, seeing, seeing an employer, a business owner, uh, a leader, uh, put forth that type of investment into their workforce, into their culture, mm-hmm. that's what's going to make us truly thrive. That's what's going to help us. As an industry and your company and the industry. Yeah, that's, what, right. that's what's going to help us manage the workforce. Awesome. Good stuff, Bob. Then one other thing, um, bringing up what you guys brought up, you guys keep talking about company culture. I just want to acknowledge the fact that the culture that may fit uh, you, John, and you, Bob, could be totally different. You guys could be the best employee of one company with one sort of culture, the best employee of another company with another sort of culture. But that's not interchangeable. Culture really does affect your day-to-day mm-hmm. work and your mindset. Sure. And it's okay if you don't fit in one specific company. Just mm-hmm. because everybody says, this is the culture that I want to work at yeah. and you're working there doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You need to find a place that fits your culture. So it may not be the whole, this yeah. is the family thing. It may be a job where you can just leave at the end of the day, and that's perfectly okay too. I just want to bring up that point that that's a very good point. That culture culture is subjective. Good yeah. culture is subjective. Bad bad culture is objective. Objective, you, you, you yes. Yeah, and there's a point to be made there too, because you're absolutely right. You know, there, there are going to be folks that, there are individuals who are not socially driven. Shocking concept, I know. But, you know, you're absolutely right. There are employees who are going to show up that want to work. They're going to be happy, but you might not see it because they might just go home at the end of the day. They may not interact much. Uh, you know, but that, that's why we need to try to have those one and learn your And learn your people. Learn your people. Learn your people. Mm-hmm. Invest in the time to have those conversations. You know, when you're doing your tailgate meeting, why not ask, you know, Share some things. Are you having tailgate meetings? Well, me personally, I no, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not doing tree work now. So, but if I were, yes, I yeah. would be having a regular yeah. safety briefing, we, tailgate meeting, all that. Yes, we can go further down the yellow brick road though with that topic. But I mean, you use a good example of tailgate safety. Yeah, absolutely. You know, tail the tailgate safety program is a great opportunity to build culture within your organization, especially based around safety, just by having that weekly meeting for 30 to 45 minutes. Bob, I think that's perfect that we just, we're probably going to finish up with that. I'm assuming Joe's giving me the, you got a couple more. Oh, right okay. Because I'd love to get more on that tailgate. I'm excited. When he said that, I, you know, out here in podcast and you couldn't see that I was perking up when he said that. My shoulders stopped shrugging. My body language completely it's, changed. We all love it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something it's, we're super, it's, pa- it's one of our super, super passionate about. It's, so. it's a foundational thing. Yeah, absolutely. Foundational. Good point. So, which I, th- I think we could save Joe and we can we can save that for another day. We'll put it over there. I think we need another hour to go plenty in depth about Joe. I don't have that kind of time for you, do you? Not today, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we're always available and we're available for our members. We're available, you know, that we're, we, we like are, I say, of service. Be, believing that we're of service, it doesn't matter. You know, that's what we're here for. So, I mean, it's yeah, ingrained in me. Yeah. It really is. I just want to bring up a couple last things about Expo and WMC and some of our, our upcoming events um, that kind of go beyond the scope of what we're used to. Uh, this year at TCI Expo for the first time, we're going to be selling our own merchandise. Uh, we just held a t-shirt contest. We're actually in the stages of picking the winners right now. And when, when anybody purchases a t-shirt from 
there. The proceeds of, of those t-shirts will be going towards the local food bank in Indianapolis. So mm -hmm. giving, giving back, if we're talking about working on your business and working in your business and all the things that go along with it and to try to retain employees and get new employees. One of the big things that you can do that we have to do a lot as a nonprofit is you, you have to show your culture off um, on a larger scale, whether it's giving time, whether it's giving uh, uh, employee help where you send employees off for a day and a paid day off. There's a lot of different ways that you can use the good that you do as a company to, to benefit you back, to just have people see your name out there in your mm -hmm. local community and whether it's involved in more business or if it's involved in people applying. I couldn't agree more. Being a socially responsible company attracts quality people. And I 100% I, I believe that. I'm glad you said that about giving back. And I'm glad, I, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that we were giving back the proceeds. That's something that, you know, maybe I heard one time, but I'm glad you re, you know, reintroduce that that's that's outstanding that we're doing that i'm glad that we're we're giving back to the community of indy for being such gracious hosts and having you know the thousands of people that we expect to attend expo um that that's awesome that's great to hear i'm excited about that. yeah now can i get a pudding from you right now we'll see okay i'm a huge hoodie fan so if you got a pudding you know and it's one of the one of the items i, I definitely want one we, we got all the double items. xl joke double xl hoodie okay take some company there we go there but we i just go. want to bring up that being like you said, being a social responsibility company is both beneficial for you, yes, and for your community, of course. And uh, I think that's a really important part of, of, of finding good people who want to stay there long term. We've been having a lot of discussions recently as we wrap this up about. Oh, Joe, how are we going to announce the T-shirt design? Uh, well, I'm going to email them first this week to let the designers who won know that they won. Um, we'll be putting it out on social. We'll be sending some emails out. So my stick figure design didn't work. I sent in a stick figure. That was you? Yeah, it was me. I'm sorry. I thought that was from the school. No, it was not. Art was not my strong suit. I can tell. But before we wrap this up, I love having you guys on. Is there anything else that you guys want to touch base on? I would just, again, you know, be interactive. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't put up a wall, you know, if you're, especially if you're going to come to Expo, uh, you know, talk to people, interact, interact with us, come see us. Come find come me. Talk, I love talking. talk to TCIA, uh, you know, like I said, the membership department will pretty much be on the floor yeah. uh, the whole time. So I just want to just wrap it up and say I'm, I'm, I'm excited, you know, genuinely excited to get out there. I'm excited to, to visit Indiana. It'll be my first time going to the Hoosier State. I'm excited to go. I uh, can't wait to get there. I can't wait to, to meet uh, some of the members that have joined over the last year that we haven't had a chance to meet yet. I'll tell you, it's flat, but Indy is a nice city. That's what I hear. You know, being a Midwestern guy, I haven't had a chance to make it, that's, to make it there, and you know, I'm, I'm super pumped to go there. So that's uh, going to be a fun time. We look forward to seeing you all there. TCIA is happy to announce online testing. With TCIA online testing, you get to say bye to pesky paper testing and the process that goes with it. No more mailing, no more waiting. With online testing, you get your results instantly. You'll receive results and feedback immediately after you hit submit. Our online learning platform is widely used and the go-to platform for colleges all across the United States. With such a widely used system, you have the tools that you need to test with confidence. 
To learn more about online testing, visit TCIA.org or call us at 800-733-2622 to learn more.